Monday, November 2nd. Welcome to a new episode of Bazaar. I'm Nandini and joining me is Sid. It's been a while, isn't it, Sid? Yep. Uh, guilty as charged. Been really busy with the work in the past few weeks and I could not squeeze out an episode. I'm really sorry to all the listeners out there, you know. But we're back. We're back with a bang and we have a few episodes in the pipeline. So in the next few weeks, we will keep you occupied. Yes, it's good to be back. And in this episode, we will be covering what is probably one of the largest restaurant deals of the decade. Inspire Brands wants to buy Dunkin' and is willing to pay quite a premium for it. What do you make of this deal? True. Uh, the premium is actually 20%. Inspire is coming out and it is willing to pay a 20% premium for the brand, for the company. To you know just get into the deal, Inspire is paying close to $8.8 billion dollars. And they are also taking over the company's debt, which actually makes this a $11.3 billion deal. So it's it's a massive deal. You don't normally see such big deals happening in the restaurant industry, especially during these precarious times when, you know, the hospitality and the restaurant business has been really, it's been hit really hard. And so it's, it's a good deal for the industry as a whole, because, you know, this develops that level of excitement back in the industry. And this tells you that, you know, it's it's uh, ready to bounce back. So I'm really happy that, you know, something is happening. And Dunkin is one of those brands that was pretty stable. Even during COVID, when everyone was at home, they were performing very well. You know, they had invested very well in their omni-channel presence. And a lot of people were buying through their drive-through outlets. So it was not hit that bad. And, you know, I... I remember when I was a kid, I I remember Dunkin was only known for its donuts. And not that donuts were not good. They were fantastic. But, you know, there's only so much you can grow with limited offerings on your menu. You know, I do remember going to Dunkin Donuts exclusively for its donuts. Um, okay, so to grow Dunkin Shed Donuts from its name, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean... Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts was a good name. There's no denying that. But, you know, Dunkin' shed the name because it wanted to enter different verticals. So it it didn't want to be limited to donuts and bagels. But it wanted to, you know, have a name which opened its gates to new verticals. And it has made its name in the coffee selling business. Uh, I mean, you know, Starbucks is not faced with the competition. But from what I hear, Dunkin' sells some damn good coffee. And I've not, I've not personally tried coffee from a Dunkin' outlet, but from all the reviews that I'm hearing, Starbucks surely needs to, you know, put up its seatbelt because Dunkin' is crawling slowly behind it. And it's been one of its fastest growing businesses. I mean, coffee, people love coffee, right? Who, who doesn't love, love coffee? So it, coffee has been one of its fastest growing businesses. And Dunkin' also makes money by selling ice creams. Through its brand Baskin Robbins. Again, I've I've never tried a Baskin Robbins in my life. But anyone who is working at Dunkin' probably hates me right now because I've not tried any of their products. I've ne- I've not tried Baskin Robbins, so I cannot say how good the ice cream is. But again, that business is also doing pretty good. Uh, well, for us Mumbai cars, we prefer naturals, don't we? Well, I have tried uh, Baskin Robbins a few times, and it's decent though. Uh, but my favorite ice cream has to be Swenson's. I remember seeing Swenson's at Delhi Airport, but you know that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I I remember when we used to live in Bangkok. I cannot forget Swenson's. It was 
one of the best ice creams that I've ever had in my life. And I really wish that it was big in India because uh, I've you've seen it in Delhi airport. I've, I've not even seen it there. So it has been, you know, just invisible to me in India. And Swenson should probably start a franchise in India. But anyways, coming back to the question, you know, why is Inspire paying a premium for Duncan? That's the big question here. And, you know, the reason is because it gives Inspire access to 12,500 Duncan stores and about 8,000 Baskin Robin outlets worldwide, not not only in US, but the, these uh, stores, this, this brand has been uh, far-fetched. It's not only limited to the US. So Inspire gets a hand into these stores. It gets a piece of that pie and that's worth a lot. I, I understand that they're paying a 20% premium, but that makes sense because they want to grab that piece of the market share you know uh, not only in the us but duncan has come out and said in the previous uh, meetings as well that they are looking to expand beyond us that's what i think caught inspire's uh, attention as well so that's why i feel that inspire is willing to pay a 20 percent premium for duncan and you know inspire also has its own brands like arby's buffalo wild wings jimmy john's and I have personally never heard of these brands before before I researched for the show. But I think they're doing pretty good in the US. I mean, uh, looking at their sales numbers and their uh, the same store sales and everything, I think these, these stores are doing good. And Duncan could be a great addition to this portfolio of restaurants that Inspire already has. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So I have heard about uh, Arby's though. And, I, and I've heard that they're doing really, really good. Like people in the US... You know, they live on fast food and they really like it. And all this sounds like a great addition for Inspire. Although a 20% premium does look like a lot, especially during these times. Yeah, so again, back to that question. I I did a little bit of digging and here's what I found. Uh, Inspire, you know, it's owned by a private equity firm, which is called Roa Capital. And like any typical private equity firm, you know, they normally buy trouble brands at a cheaper price. And then they turn around their businesses. Okay, so that's that's what Inspire does on a consistent basis. Uh, and they're not really used to paying premium. They, they buy brands at a very cheap price and then they turn it around and whatever's the difference, you know, that's how they make profit. So I think the management at Inspire feel that Duncan could be a great addition to their profile. Like I mentioned, you know, 12,500 outlets of the Duncan brand and again 8,000 outlets of Baskin Robbins. It's a great addition. That's why they made this move. Also, you know, listening to Market Foolery, one of the, you know, one of my favorite business podcasts, the analysts on that show, they, they did a specific episode on this deal and they feel that Inspire could very well list Duncan again in a few years. So probably Inspire could be thinking that three or four years Let's just streamline this business. Let's just, you know, bring it to a very optimum level and then we can list it again and we can make money off that. So these are two or three things that I could think of, you know, the reason why Inspire paid a 20% premium, even though we are in COVID, money is short, you know, liquidity is uh, not that great. Yeah, that, that could be one of the reasons. All this sounds really nice, you know, but I'm I'm curious. Uh, what happens to Duncan brand in India after this deal? The simple answer is nothing. So a lot of people might not know this, but Jubilant Foodworks, which is the franchisee for the Duncan brand in India, it does not own the Duncan brand. And 
it's also a franchise of dominos that we we all love you know pizza is the best thing out there but it does not own any of the brands it's it, jubilant just you know it simply pays a franchise fee to avail the brand value and so on the indian front for that matter on the global front you know not much changes from this deal for the, for the franchisees only the ownership changes so currently the company is owned by dunkin brands group and this ownership will be transferred to inspire brand so in simple words you know again from an indian perspective jubilant foodworks will be paying will continue to pay the franchisee fees but instead of dunkin brands this money will now go to inspire so you know if you're you're going to dunkin if you're wondering you know what's going to happen in india nothing no, nothing's going to happen that store is going to be open you can just take a sip of your coffee the same way this is just a change of ownership that's it it's curious you talk about the franchise business like you know how does it work how is it good for the company and for the franchisee yeah so uh, a franchisee model works in a very simple way let me give an example let's say tomorrow i want to start a restaurant okay i want to open i want to create my own brand but nobody knows me who is siddharth right he is just one person on this planet he has no brand value so i go to dunkin and i say you know let me use your brand value i will set up my own restaurant i will invest my own money i'll buy my own properties and i will take all the risks let me use your brand because i don't have a brand right now no one recognizes me so you know and and that's not all i mean uh, i will take all the risks and apart from that i will pay you a certain percentage of revenue as a fee for using your brand i mean sounds good for dunkin isn't it so dunkin then checks my operations they check how i do business and if i'm worthy then they let me do my business using their brand and obviously i have to follow certain rules uh, like i i can only sell what's there on the dunkin brand menu and i have to create food items in a very specified way so i have to follow those protocols that are set by the dunkin management but i think for a person who's just starting out you know the franchisee model could work out very well because you don't have a brand of your own and you have the money to spend the franchisee model works good because if you even see mcdonald's people buy those franchisees and they make good money out of it so that's how it works the franchisee model and uh, how does dunkin benefit from all this yeah good question i so so we've covered the franchisee part of the equation now let's come to the franchiser which is dunkin so like i mentioned this is great money for dunkin it's a cash cow and because because you see dunkin doesn't have to spend anything you know it does not have to invest any money on building a store all that risk that the franchisee is taking even if a particular store does not work they only lose the franchisee fee so you know that makes a lot of sense for dunkin because they don't have to make upfront investment like in case of a traditional restaurant you have to spend a lot of money for example starbucks to expand it has to build those stores out and it has to spend additional money to expand so that's how dunkin expands that's how dunkin benefits from a franchisee model and you know interestingly to make this more understandable if you watch the movie the founder which talks about the rise of ray crock and mcdonald's and how how actually it's interesting ray crock actually bested the mcdonald's brothers you'll know that mcdonald's is also a real estate company okay so if you are a franchisee 
ऑब्वियसली यू नीड टू बाई लैंड यू नीड टू बाई प्रॉपर्टी टू सेटअप योर शॉप टू सेटअप योर रेस्टोरेंट इन केस ऑफ मैकडोनल्ड्स यू हैव टू मैंडेटरीली बाई इट फ्रॉम मैकडोनल्ड्स ओके विच मीन्स यू ऑल्सो आर गन बी पेइंग रेंट टू मैकडोनल्ड्स सो यू नो डन ऑल्सो ऑपरेट्स ऑन अ सिमिलर वेव लेंथ आई एम नॉट श्योर whether it is mandatory for uh, franchisees to lease properties from dunkin but you know which is the case for mcdonalds but this pretty much sums it up so monthly rental income and uh, monthly slash annual franchisee fee that's a business model that works and you know dunkin has been making a lot of money it and you know that that's how it works i mean it benefits for the for the franchiser in this case Well, we'll be keeping tabs on more deals in the coming months. A uh, quick question for the listeners: What's your favorite ice cream company? And let us know on our Instagram page or on our Facebook page. You can also reach out to us at thebazaarpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and again, as always, people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell, but don't buy or sell based on what you hear. Do your own research before you make any investing decision. It's very important that you. do your own research before you take any decision it doesn't matter what i say what anyone says do your own research have a cracking weekend folks we will see you next week